Vividly speaking, with who else but me, Dr. Vivid. <sighs> Y'all, it has been a very trying past few weeks, but once again, I am here with you, and I'm actually still glad to be here with you despite the heaviness. So, you know what? Let's not delay, let's jump right into it. Let's go. Hello fam, hello lovelies, hello folk, how are you, how you doing, do you need to hold some space for yourself, do you need a break, are you feeling heavy, a little bit confused, out of sorts, overwhelmed, don't worry, you're not alone, this entire week, in the last two weeks, I have been hearing from my clients, my family, my friends. It's just a lot of chaos, (laughs) a lot of wild things happening, a lot of scary things. It's been a lot. And I want you to understand that it's okay not to be okay. And I also want you to remember that Although it feels like we're stuck in a cycle, this is temporary. At least the heaviness is temporary. And it's okay to have been completely over it the last couple of days, the last few weeks. Um, and been like, you know what, I don't, I don't even got the energy. I don't even have the time. To be completely honest, if you're paying attention, you know that my podcast schedule has been, we're dropping on Mondays. And of course, the beginning of last week um, was very heavy due to the tragedy in Texas. So I had to deal with a lot of emergency and impromptu client sessions, um, I appeared on the radio to talk about it and to talk about what parents could expect for their kids and what they can be doing for their kids and themselves during this time. And I had to take some time for myself because, you know, I have two little girls, little queens in training, and it took a lot out of me. Being a mental health professional, you deal with so many complex emotions from clients and you have your own life shit. But this week... I literally sat down um, feeling like, okay, maybe I have time and then looked at my emails and it was just people wanting to schedule sessions and people just needing to talk. And I had a moment where I sat and I was recording this episode and then the words just stopped coming to my lips and I literally unplugged everything, closed the computer, and just laid down, preparing to cry. No tears fell, but I was prepared to. So I just want to let you know, wherever you are, 
that it's okay. I'm here for you. Let me make you laugh, okay? You know what time it is. Let's get into it. What's happening? What goes on here? Y'all really starting to irk me. Y'all, y'all really. And when I say y'all, it's not y'all. Because anybody who listens to my podcast, y'all got some sense. Something. Even when you feel like you lose your mind, you got some sense, right? I was scrolling on (laughs) Kiki Palmer's internet. And what did I see? Great value, Juneteenth ice cream. And I immediately thought, in all of my black ass life, in all of my 34 years of living, Walmart, we never asked for this. We, we, we never asked for ice cream. And then you're going to give us great value red velvet cake Juneteenth ice cream. If you don't get that out of my face, first of all, you already know great value ice cream is bland as hell. Secondly, I recall asking for equal pay, equity, and equality in the workplace. I recall asking for police reform. I recall asking for mental health resources. I recall asking for um, schools to be equipped the same way our white children's schools are. We didn't ask you for no goddamn ice cream. <laughs> Y'all do everything but give us what the fuck we ask for. And I'm laughing because I have been celebrating Juneteenth. And Juneteenth has been a part of just my experience for a long time. As, as long as I can remember, especially I had the privilege of going to um, schools in D.C. that really, really gave us our history. And when I say our history, I'm talking about black history because I'm a black woman, remember? So the fact that there are so many people jumping on this Juneteenth bandwagon when it comes to commercialism is pissing us off but also making us laugh because we know the level of audacity that the system comes to play with but then y'all gonna have y'all got the audacity to to it's an audacity sandwich y'all created the ice cream then as soon as juneteenth was officially stated a federal holiday, of course a white man went to go trademark. Of course, of course. But shout out to the young king who is trying to block that trademark with his own products and his own, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for knowing how to to fight. (laughs) Because this is ridiculous. Like the like this when we say the audacity, this is what we're talking about. You give us ice cream when we ask for human rights, 
And then you're like, ooh, a holiday that we never even acknowledged in the first place? Let me trademark it. And then you create products that are a mockery. No, you didn't give us napkins that say, it's the freedom for me. Y'all have to stop. Y'all really, (laughs) we are tired. We are tired. It's the freedom for me. So you want us to eat our Juneteenth ice cream and wipe our mouths with our trademarked by a non-black person Juneteenth napkins while still watching our black bodies hit the ground, while still seeing the inequality, the lack of equity in our communities, our workplace, our schools. You still want us to shut up when it comes to Black History Month and when it comes to wanting to teach critical race theory and anything that celebrates us. But here you go with some bland ass, great value ice cream. Don't you do it. Ladies, gents, folks, this is what I want y'all to do. Instead of feeding in to this craziness, could you please support a Black-owned business? If you want to celebrate Juneteenth, if you want to make us feel seen, if you want to help us celebrate in a respectful manner, I'm glad that ice cream got recalled. But y'all ain't learn shit because, surprise, June is Pride Month. And here y'all go with this raggedy-ass pride ice cream. And as a black queer person, if we said, do not pander, give us what we want, y'all the same people, Walmart the same people who secretly will fund Things that are anti my loyal alphabet mafia. But then you want to sit here and try to make money off of us? Y'all are wild. And it's got to stop. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a racist going through the ice cream aisle on a nice hot June day? A, a racist, closed-minded, homophobic person just do 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 do. Rocky Road, hmm. Mint chocolate, Juneteenth, gay ice cream. Oh Lord, it's the agenda. We're gonna eat sorbet. Get us some pudding cups. Oh wait, he's black. <laughs> Y'all gotta stop. What's happening? What goes on here? Eat some real ice cream. <laughs> So, I've been preparing myself for what I want to talk to you about, and it has taken a lot out of me. That's why, again, I say I apologize for the delay in this episode. But as a mom, as a black woman, 
a person of color and a mental health professional, it's hard for me to constantly help navigate people through tragedies that could have been prevented. It's hard for me to continuously console mothers, fathers, children due to senseless loss of life. And I had to take time to I had to take time to cater to my spirit and my children and my family and my clients and my friends and my circle. And I said, you know what? I need to take some space so I can say exactly what I need to say and get the rest of the static out. We lost so many beautiful babies we lost wonderful teachers we lost future leaders game changers change agents and I am so sad and I am also so tired When is enough enough? In Texas, really? I need need y'all to really think about your voting power and really think about (laughs) addressing the people that you have in office because for this sorry excuse of a human that you call a governor to sit in the faces of a community in mourning and to tell them that it could have been worse. For him to approach a family of a child who was terribly injured but survived and say, if you just, you know, make some positive comments about how we're handling guns and our in our state and there's an NRA conference how dare you what is worse than the loss of human life what is worse than the loss of innocent children what is worse than teachers and children being in class to learn to educate To feel like this is a safe place and have that idea snatched from them violently. How fucking dare you? How dare you? I am angry. And that's why it took so long for me to get to this episode because I am angry. And I had to let some of that anger that was mixed with that grief and that sadness cool Because I am tired. 
This happens in our country so often. Yet in other countries, it happened once and never again. Or there have been so many fines and laws and acts put in order to protect their citizens from these things happening. So when people argue that there's nothing that can be done, you're lying, you're naive, you're ignorant, you're drinking the Kool-Aid because there are many other countries that show us that it is able. It, this pl- we are able to be a safer country if we want to. And that's the part that hurts me. I know there are people who really just don't give a damn about us. So me constantly preparing clients and family and friends to process tragedy, knowing it's going to happen again, it's getting real tough for us mental health providers out here. Real tough. Sometimes we feel like we're part of the system that is oppressing y'all emotionally. We know we're working hard, but it's like, We're stuck in a cycle. So what do you do as parents, as teachers, as students, as community members, as family members, caregivers? Know that you have a voice to use. Know that you have voting power. Know that you can protest. Know that you can show up and let these goddamn politicians know that you are not being served effectively. Talk to your kids. Ask them how they're feeling. Check in with your babies. And I know it was hard for a lot of us, even though we weren't in Texas, to let our kids go to school the next day. And that fear, because that's a parent's worst fear. You drop your baby off and you go to pick them up and you can't. So what can we do? What can you do? You love your children. Have conversations with your children about what makes them feel safe, what scares them, what makes them anxious. Have honest conversations with them about what makes you scared, what makes you anxious. Talk about the ways that you feel you can confidently protect them. Don't lie. But talk about what's in your power, what you really can do. Have time every day where you check in with your children or you check in with your students, the babies in your life that you check in with on a regular basis. Check in and make it intentional. Some of the things that I ask my oldest, Aaron, what was the best part of your day? What was the worst part of your day? What could have made it better? What did you need more of? What do you wish was different? 
tell me about she's gonna tell me about her friends regardless <laughs> whether I ask for it or not. But tell me who you feel comfortable around. What adults do you really like in your circle, like in your school, like in the family? Who do you feel comfortable around? Talk about safety plans with them. Talk about <laughs> talk about everything that you possibly can as much as you can. Oh, the, the crazy thing about life is moments aren't promised. So we have to seize them. And I know that may sound a little dark, maybe a little depressing, but seizing moments and creating memories and being intentional about it, being engaged with your kids, actively engaging with your children, having conversations, making memories, Show them as much love as you can on a regular basis. Somebody said, you know, what a, what could a child possibly think of in such a scary situation? And uh, a million things ran through my mind as an adult. But I said, I hope one of those babies, as many of those babies could. They remember how much they were loved. They knew that there was someone who was wanting them to come out, waiting for them. They knew that if this was any other day, they would be at home with their loved ones at the end of the day and be greeted and be loved on and be appreciated. One of the things um, that I stress is making time for your children so that you don't regret on a regular basis. (laughs) We all have regrets, but I don't want to regret on a regular basis. And I can't change the world. I can't change the world by myself. I wish I could. Um, But I can help people change the way they interact with each other in this crazy world. And I want you all, I want us all To love each other harder. I want us all 
to respect each other more. I want us all to acknowledge each other more. I want us all to just love. I I wish that we placed more value on the human life. And I'm not just talking about the lives we are acquainted with, the lives that we're familiar with, our family, our friends, the people in our tribe and our systems. No, no, no. Human life as a whole. I want us to... (laughs) I want us to care more. And I know that may be a big ask. Of course, the clinician is asking you (laughs) to be a nice, kind, empathic being. Because that's the only way we can heal. We talk about laws and rights and all these things, but at the core of it is seeing each other as valuable if we felt that we were equally valuable things would change things would change so teach your babies to value human life teach your children that they are worthy that they are loved Teach your children to be kind. Teach your children to be emotionally expressive. Help build their emotional intelligence. Let them know that if there are times that mommy or daddy or auntie or uncle or cousins or whomever that we are connected to can't give you the support and the help that you need, We can go to people like therapists and counselors, pastors, mentors. There are people to listen to you. Let's teach them skills to cope so they can express themselves without the use of violence. Let's really, really invest in mental health and wellness programs for our youth and underserved communities. Because if you have not paid attention, the last two tragedies were executed by 18-year-old young men. Dare I say 18-year-old boys. And I can only think to myself, What would the outcome have been? How this could have been different if they would have had someone to look a little harder, to ask more than superficial surface questions, to love them with a little bit more umph, to care about them enough to question certain things. Ask about friends, 
to ask about what scares them, what bothers them, what troubles them, what angers them. We have to teach our young boys and men that it is okay to express yourself verbally. It's okay to not be okay. And that there are people that they can talk to, that they can work it out with, that they can process things with. We have to teach them that it's not soft, that it's not being a punk, that's not being a girl. What does that mean? Every human experiences emotions. So stop limiting the ones that your that boys, that men can express. Stop hurting them by restricting them. I'm pissed. <laughs> But I've I've held it in a lot better than I thought I would. And if you're still angry, and if you're still sad, and if you're still confused, if you're over it, baby, even if you're numb because you are so used to hearing about this, that you're a little bit desensitized, I get that too. But what I want you to get more than anything, that I love you. I value you. I'm glad that y'all are still here. And I want you to love on the people in your life as hard as you can. Because they deserve it. You deserve it. And we all deserve it. (sighs) I hope that this week and the weeks following are lighter for you. Let's go ahead and get to the rest of this good old episode, y'all. Well, well, it's time for well mail. I don't, you know what? I'll allow it. I'll allow that one. <laughs> it's time for well mail. This is the part of the episode where I read one of your questions or topics that you have submitted via the Twitter streets, the TikTok streets, the Instagram streets, or straight to my inbox at contact at drvivid.com. And yes, very connected to this week's theme. Um, one of my lovely innovators from these TikTok streets asked, um, list, they said, well, Hey, my kids were really shaken up by this week and the older ones are asking not to go to school. What should I do? And if you have kids old or younger who are affected by this, I'm going to give you the same answer. Keep them out for a day or two. Mental health day. Something big happened. Something that impacted them and 
national safety <laughs> happened and they are shaken and they are scared and they are confused and they have questions and some big emotions that they're trying to process. So just like when you take an off day, when you just are over it, spent, out of sorts, overwhelmed, because, you know, that's a part of your sick day, sick leave, PTO time, preparing the others, PTO, (laughs) sick leave, mental health days count. So if your babies need to stay home for a day or two, let them. If you have the resources, let them. Talk to their teachers, their administration, the administrators in their school about how they're feeling and listen to what they're saying. Be there to help them comb through these emotions. And don't be scared to talk about certain things thinking that, oh, they're not ready to talk about that. Or, I don't know, because that makes me feel uncomfortable. How do you think they feel? They're uncomfortable too. Let's not be uncomfortable together And not working through it. I'd rather be uncomfortable for a moment than uncomfortable for the unforeseeable future. So if they need a break while they're processing all of this, break with them. Break with them. Coincidentally, um, my child ended up having some time off. So we talked about some things and how she felt about the incident and if she needed a break if she want if she felt comfortable going back to school and she did so I allowed her to go but if she would have told me mommy no I'm scared I'm shaken up we would have stayed at home we would have talked about our emotions we would have talked about safety plans we would have talked about how she wants me to approach her teachers her principal, other members of uh, her school staff, if she had ongoing concerns or needed me to advocate for her, I'll do it. Kids are people too. (laughs) So just like you need a break from it all, they need a break too. They deserve it. The world is heavy, and if it's heavy as hell for you, imagine being a kid. Adults always telling you what to do and how to think and how to feel. And you can't do anything about it right now. Well, a lot of them feel they can't. Show them an alternative. Show them that their feelings matter. Show them that there is safety. See, you may say, well, I can't take away the things that are causing them the fear, the anxiety, the sadness. No, but you can create a safe place and a safe space for them by letting them take a breather, process it, 
have some time away from a place that causes them anxiety. That is connected to a fearful experience. And show them that even though you can't control everything, you can't fix everything, you care enough to try. You care enough to try. You care enough to do what you can. I mean, hell, you make them feel safe by saying, no, you don't have to go today. Let's just take some time together. Let's talk about how you're feeling. That in itself is an act of love that reinforces safety. Parents have a really tough job, but a lot of our work could be easier if we remembered what it was like to be a kid and connected with our kids on a more empathic level. Patience, grace, understanding. I don't have all the tools to take away all the bad things in the world, but I have those and those can help. Woo, thank you for your well, mail. All right, all right. Now it is time to take a beat. This is the part of the episode where I talk to you about what I've been listening to, what has been giving me joy, what has been making me dance, what's been making me just feel it in my spirit, what's been on repeat on my playlist, what's been helping me reflect, relax, all things music, joy, and thought-provoking lyrics and instrumentation, ladies, gents, and folks. (laughs) Ooh, so this week, I really needed a lot for my spirit. Um, I listened to so much David Michael Wyatt. I listened to so much um, because I just really needed something uplifting for my spirit. And I really needed something with a message to get me through. So if you don't know who David Michael Wyatt is, I've talked to you about him before. Um, He is a magnificent artist. And a lot of you may recognize him from his work with Toby. Um, The song that I was, of course, putting on repeat was one of my many theme songs is I'm Dope. But one of the songs that is so, (laughs) really I had to keep playing was Make It Home. And it really hit me differently after, you know, getting word of the tragedy in Texas. So listen to Make It Home, David Michael Wyatt, okay? What else have I been listening to? Oh my gosh, love's in need of love today. (laughs) 
Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is my favorite artist of all time. Next will be Prince, right? So you need to get some Stevie in your spirit. Stevie just knows. Stevie just knows how to talk to us. So I think you need to listen to Overjoyed. That would be great for you. A little All I Do. Mm-hmm. Knocks me off my feet. Please. You are the sunshine of my life. Do I do? Master blaster jamming. I was made to love her. I just called to say I love you. Boogie on reggae woman. Come on, come on. How how far do I gotta go? That girl. Lately. Rocket love. My Sharia Moore. If you really love me. Whew. Never dreamed you leave in summer. Ugh. Listen to some Stevie. Your soul deserves it. Your soul deserves it. Sometimes we just need to immerse ourselves in music. Music is universal. Music is healing. And despite my heaviness, when Stevie came on in the car for me, I just sung along. And it was really what my spirit needed. So definitely, definitely want y'all to get into that my favorite stevie wonder songs are actually um overjoyed and oh my god i'm lying songs in the key of life the whole album (laughs) i was like what are my favorite stevie wonder what's my favorite stevie i'm gonna tell you my favorite stevie wonder albums songs in the key of life hotter than july uh oh my goodness let me think characters um i want you to go listen to these albums just scroll through them just scroll through them but like inner visions where i'm coming from talking book for once in my life Please, just just go listen to some Stevie. Love's in need of love today. <laughs> and what better way to get some love than listen to a true musical genius just, oh, just express himself and pull you in to soothe you. That's your assignment. Let me know what you're listening to, though. I love to hear it. All right, all right, all right. Now it's time to do it yourself. This is the part of the episode where I talk about things that you can use to help relieve some stress, to help your day-to-day be a little bit lighter, to use as some coping tools, some coping skills, adding some things to that toolbox, whether it be in the meantime, between time, between your therapy appointments or just 
getting us through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> right? So, today, what are we talking about? We talking about playing hooky, an off day, a mental health day. Yeah, we just talked about this and uh, the well mail, but I want to stress this to you. An easy do-it-yourself. Take some damn time off. When you are overwhelmed, you're not your best, you're not productive, you're not effective, you're not efficient. Because you're burdened cognitively and emotionally. Take a mental health day. Some of y'all got so much PTO, so many sick days. Shit is not even going to roll over. It's a use it or lose it situation. And I need you to use it. And some of you are like, dang, I got to go to work. There are other employees. Leave. Call out. And if you're like, dang, I can't do a whole day. Baby, take a half day. Do something. We're all running on fumes. We are all at risk of emotional and physical burnout. So I, Dr. Vivid, am telling you, take some damn time off. And if you're an entrepreneur, baby, babe, you're just, shut it down. Shut it down for a day or two. If you can afford to do more than that, do it. Eight hours is not going to tank your entire organization, your agency, your job. And if it does, it wasn't a you problem. It was a them problem. So this week, this DIY, do it yourself? Yes. At home. (laughs) Or on vacation. You deserve to pour into yourself. Let's all take a collective time out. All right? All right. Let's get into the next part of the episode.
want you to close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Now let it out. Deep breath in. yourself. Embrace yourself. Give yourself a hug and hold it there. And let whatever thoughts need to run through your mind. Run. Or say whatever you need to say to yourself in this moment. 
I'm going to be quiet for a few moments to allow you to do that. yourself from your own embrace remember you are loved you are worthy you are important you deserve safety you deserve peace this has been your cool down thank you for taking a moment for yourself We've made it to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Thank you. You all mean so much to me. Make sure that you're taking time to love on yourself, to love on your loved ones. Make sure that you are doing what you can to make your safety needs be understood, be known by those around you. And just be safe out here to the best of your ability. Thank you for all of you who joined in for my mental health awareness month wellness sessions. They were so great. Um, Thank you for all your vulnerability, all of your sharing. And if you missed out, you didn't really miss out because I will be bringing them back on a monthly basis. So stay tuned. And also, I have a Pride collaboration with Kate Spade, New York. And it is dropping June 2nd. So stay tuned for that. It was such an amazing time. And I've been holding on to this forever. (laughs) So stay tuned to all my social media platforms. So you can get all of the good old links. If I had a link now, I would drop it in the podcast episode, but I don't. (laughs) Remember that you owe yourself everything in the world, nothing.